Yes, JP, I know what time it is. But I'm looking at the Weefus and I'm not happy. <laughs> Weekly estimated Friendsman internet statistics. That's me doing Chandler. Okay, what were we talking about? Today's episode is brought to you by Stoned Macaroni and Cheese. Staying up too late? Had that urge to light up? A wink? And now, you are just the hungriest hungry hippo? Stoned mac and cheese is what you need. Combining real macaroni-shaped bits with an incredibly cheese-like slurry. It's gonna hit you right in the poo honker. Stoned mac and macaroni and cheese. We gotta make this! We gotta make this! We gotta make this! We gotta make this! Welcome to Friendsmen. It's Friendsmen, which is a show about friends, the show of, with men who are friends. The show. That was um, good. I like that one. That was good. You, you're not allowed to talk yet. I'm oh, Nate. Sorry. I'm here with um, my best friend in the entire world, uh, JP. JP, how you doing? Nate, how you doing? I am doing great today. Uh, that's good to hear, JP. I'm doing great as well. Um, it's still very hot here. It's Oof. been 100 degrees for four weeks. Global warming <laughs> is not real. Uh, shooting it right back over to you, JP. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm back in the office, and I'm actually loving it. I don't know why. Human interaction seems to be a you're, thing that I actually enjoy. You're doing big boy uh, lawyer lawman things in a, in a lawman office. I am. I am. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, all suits and yelling objection. We're not in court, but you just that's what you do as a lawyer. And you're, uh, you're a marshal? You're a federal marshal? Is that correct? I mean, I wish I was. I was watching Justified, and that... That job seems pretty dope. Yeah. Well, probably not. You probably no, you get to people. shoot like anybody. But that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> seems, seems pretty cool. Seems like we could just solve all this gun violence stuff. By that just... show has not aged well. That's all <laughs> I was watching it too. I started it for the first time very recently and I was like, oh, I could, okay, I get this. But wow. wow yeah. Okay. I think that show, and don't tell Jeff Gibson I said this, I think that show is best enjoyed if you look at it through the lens of um, he's a bad guy. Like, right. And, and they even like hint at it. Like he's not and, making morally good decisions. He might wear a white hat, but uh, he's not exactly a white hat. Anti-hero shit. Yeah. 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 We were doing a lot of that back in the mid aughts. So. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. But no, no. Things are good here. I am not a marshal, just a lawyer. Um, and oh my God, it's also been really hot here. We just had storms for the first time in like two weeks yesterday. Oh, that's got to cool things down. I woke up this morning. It was 75 degrees outside. I couldn't believe it. That's it's the first time I've seen 75 since like, I don't know, February. It's supposed to drop down to 75 either tonight or tomorrow. I'm really excited. I'm going to open up the garage door. I'm going to clear all the stank out. Get it nice and cold in here. Yeah, you've been getting it pretty ripe in there, huh? It's, uh, it's not good in here. It's not good in here. <laughs> uh, and uh, how, how is Nikki doing? Nikki's doing great. Uh, the baby's head is pointed down, which is good. That's what's supposed to happen towards the end. Um, we feel his foot inside her belly. Uh, it's don't like, like that. A, yeah, don't, I, don't don't like that. 
Yes, it's very much like an alien movie. Uh, you can feel it's like a bunch of little fish bones that are in the shape of a foot. <laughs> oh, no, yes. stop it. <laughs> it's like the most disgusting, crazy, cool thing you could ever imagine. Uh, she's very uncomfortable. And, uh, oh, um, just t- now, tonight, can't remember what they're called. Snorks. She- Shut up, JP. All right, that's fair. But she said she's getting a pregnancy symptom where um, it feels like lightning is shooting through your crotch. Okay, that's a fucking cool superpower. Well, it's very painful, but uh, yeah, yeah. She said that just started tonight, so that's fun. Jeez, man. Yeah, I just couldn't do that shit. I'm in awe. Yeah, same, same, same. just, ugh. And also, I'm joking aside, I'm very excited for you. Oh, thank you, buddy. we're 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 basically two month window now, right? Uh, yeah, uh, October 29th is her yeah. due date. So yep. yeah, we're getting there. Very excited for you, buddy. And I told Jeff that he could be uh, Layla's godfather, but you can be uh, uh, Lucas's godfather. JP. His name is going to be JP Junior. <laughs> JPJR. 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 That's cute. Uh, but speaking of baby names, yes, Nate, we we asked for some questions for our friends and fans uh, on Twitter, and thank you guys. We got a bunch of responses, overwhelming, I would say. The fan support has been huge, uh, not just in quality, but also in quantity, which is much more important. Yeah, quality wise, it's pretty bleak. Cody's Cody's Cody Cody didn't send a question this week because you've been bullying him. Yeah, and I'm glad that that worked. Uh, <laughs> my wife has some choice things things to say about the baby name he submitted. I'll save that for a few minutes from now. Oh wow. Okay, so yeah, well, let's get into it. We had our uh, we had our, our our friends Mennonites reach out with some questions and some suggestions for baby names for Nate's. Well, J- so, yeah. So JP, my my I texted my wife all of the names of the babies and asked oh, her no. to be as mean as possible. Oh boy! All and right. So let's just let's just address all of them. Now, in are you going to attribute the names to the person who suggested them, or just throw them out there and they can piece it together? I'll I'll attribute them. Don't worry. So Henry, our friend Henry, who's on on an episode, uh, cancel suggest- culture correspondent, our cancel culture correspondent, he suggested the name Henry. Uh, she said Henry is too old man and too boring. Wow. Now, did she mean that about our friend Henry or the name? You know what? It doesn't matter. That doesn't, it doesn't say that here. So. <laughs> uh, Henry, if you're feeling bad about that burn, I will come over with some toffee for you. The yeah. next one is from our friend Dickie Killjoy, who will be on an episode soon. Mm, um, Dickie of the Dune Boys. Dish Boys. Dickie suggested, uh, JP, is this a Dune thing? He suge- suggested the name Chulo. No. Chulo. I mean, not as far as I've read in those books. No. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And and my wife asked if those were uh, like pop lollipops from back when we were kids. Oh, those are chupa 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 I'm pops sure or something. Sure, that's what she was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, but not so. a name. Also, she oh, says not a name. I thought Chula uh, was she cute. wants to know what idiot suggested that. Wow. You know uh, what? Just because he's Canadian doesn't mean he's an idiot. Well, I think there's scientific evidence to dispute what you just said, JP. I believe that they're doing tests now that show most uh, Canadians are, in fact, idiots. If Dickie hears this, he's not going to come on the show. He's not going to hear this. Um, <laughs> he can't get his he can't get his earpods in his ear. He's wow. trying to put them in his nose. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
our friend uh our friend Dean suggested the name Dean. Um she I said, think that's a, I think that's a good name. Yeah, I think Dean is a good name. She said mm-hmm. Dean is fine, but also the worst ex-boyfriend in the Gilmore Girls, so absolutely not. Okay, but he's also one of the best Venture Brothers, so you know. Oh, shout out to the Venture Brothers, a man mm-hmm. after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I Dean is the Dean name. is the worst Venture Brother, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said he was one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two best. Uh-huh. And then uh, the last thing we have here is uh, Cody suggested the name uh, Mel Melchior Melchior Melchior. Yes, that's a Do good. Do you know name. what that is? Well, I've seen the name. Uh, I've seen it in video games, and I for some reason the video game it was in. I actually think it has a biblical uh, uh, tie-in. Ah. But uh, no, Melchior, I believe, was the blacksmith at the end of time. In Chrono Trigger? Wow, okay. And or maybe, maybe regarding maybe. religion, we all know JP's a Baptist, I'm a Lutheran, we don't really like to talk about that on here. We don't want to get into it. Okay, folks. But my wife said about Melchior, uh, she said that's not a name, so I will wow. not be commenting on it. Although you just did say that it is quite clearly a name, so I don't know what she's talking about. Look, anything's a name if you slap it on somebody. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, and she also said I am not allowed to talk to whoever suggested that anymore, and that is fine, Nikki, because I make it a point not to talk to Cody as much as possible already. Wow, Cody, I still love you, bud. Um, yeah, those were the names. Okay, uh, we're not doing any of, of them. I think Luke. Luke is what we're going with. We like Luke. We think Luke is a nice name. JP Junior Kylie, and he goes by JPJK. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm selling I, you on it, dude. I like that. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. We got some questions here, JP. <laughs> let's let's deal with some of these questions, Nate. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention Henry said I could spell it with an I if I wanted to. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, my yeah. boy is not French. We will not be naming him Henri. 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 We might be talking about French, fr- uh, the French language tonight, JP, with some of uh, some of our friends talk tonight. Hmm. We shall see. Uh, so here we got some questions. Uh, I'm going to ask you this one. It's from Dick Teldra. I'm going to put you on the spot and embarrass oh, you here. Oh boy! Oh, nervous. What is Joey's favorite food? <sighs> okay. You got I, this, JP. I, I have, believe in you. I have an answer, and it's from. A future episode of the show. Okay, but that's have, good. That's a good. I, that's a good sign. I have always used this phrase for years. Whenever I'm ordering appetizers, I'm gonna Ooh. go with fried stuff with cheese. Oh boy. Okay. So JP, I'm gonna give you half credit on that. Okay. Okay. Because okay. That is from a alternate timeline oh, episode. Oh no, I remember. He's in the fat suit. Right. So so yes, in that timeline, Joey's favorite food is. Fried stuff with cheese. All right, can, um, I, can I have a second guess? You can have a second guess. Please, go ahead, JP. My second guess is going to be mac and cheese. That is incorrect, and I don't oh. believe Joey ever says anything about mac and cheese throughout the entire series. Really? It never comes up? I don't think it ever comes up. He talks a lot about food, but I don't think he ever talks about mac and cheese. I could be wrong, though. What? What? Does Joey, does his career ever take off? I know we're talking spoilers, but... Oh, Joey's career takes off very soon, JP. Oh, really? What happens? Uh, season two, he gets cast in a soap opera and comes uh-huh. in And then what happens money. after that? What after that? <laughs> I can already tell you're messing with me. What is, is he? Is that the end of his career then? 
Uh, he gets in a big fight with Chandler because he wants to move out because he's making money. I, it's not. No. You know what? I guess I'll just have to keep watching the show and see what happens with Joey. And then he spends too much money on fancy, uh, cheap art. Does he ever land another show at any point? Um, yeah. He, uh, he even gets called back to play a cab driver on the, the show that he's on, uh, which he doesn't take well. But Joey's favorite food is sandwiches, JP. Oh, okay. I really thought it was mac and cheese. It is sandwiches. Joey loves sandwiches. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, that, 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 makes, that makes sense. When you really think about it, that makes a lot of sense. JP, I've got a few questions here that I think you're going to be very keen to answer. All right. Hit me up. What is the best kind of soup to warm you up on a brisk fall day? And mine is the one in the can, JP. The one in the can? Any the specific soup one? that comes in the can. I don't, I, I mean, I, there's a lot of them. There's, oh, but you like them because you can hold the can in your hobo glove over an open flame. That is true. JP, did I tell you about my two soup theory? No. Go on. Interesting. Okay. okay. So, I ate a lot of canned soup, okay? Mm-hmm. And specifically the baked potato soup with uh, loaded baked potato soup. Now, are you going with the chunky or are you going with... Um, now, here's the thing, JP. Progresso? Here's you know? the thing. Here's the thing. You got huh? your Campbell's chunky style okay. and you got your progressos, okay? Yes, yes. I find the progresso to have better flavor. Agreed. But is lacking in the chunky. I also agree. I find the, the Campbell's chunky to have excellent ingredients and, and great chunky but they're lacking in the flavor. I will say this about the Campbell's Chunky Soups. They deliver on that promise. Yeah, they, they got the chunky. They're, they're shaked up. It's so, they, they staked their entire fortune on that chunky soup. And let me tell you something, it's fucking chunky. That soup's thick as hell. So here's what you do, JP. I haven't tried this with any other kinds, but it works great with the loaded baked potato varietals. You mix them together. You buy one of each and you mix them together and you get the best of both worlds. Oh my God. That's illegal. Uh, that very well may be. Chris, we may have to cut this out of the episode. I don't Chris, want we people did not knocking do any on crimes. my door. No crimes. Uh, JP is a former law enforcement officer and Attorney. I'm actually quite uh, nervous that I just said that I mix soups to him. Well, I don't work for them anymore, brother. But JP, you talk about soup for a while. Well, I... (laughs) Don't even get me... No. I fucking love soup. You gave me a soup recipe that I enjoyed very much. I did. You know, this question's tough because I got a lot of answers, okay? Number one, if anybody wants my authentic Maryland crab soup recipe, I am happy to give it to you. It is fucking delicious. If you've never had Maryland crab soup, it's spicy it's a vegetable and broth based soup it's absolutely delicious perfect with a crusty bread on a cold day now there are other options though okay jp are crabs in season in the fall you know little known fact crabs are in season basically from about march all the way through to the end of october okay People don't associate with that People are like, oh, crab season, it's the summer, let's get our mallets and bash the shit out of them. No. I I want you to remember, this is the best soup to warm you up Mm -hmm. on a crisp fall day. Oh, Nate, you can get crab meat all year round. Okay, that's great. Uh, Yeah, that's great. That's great. No, 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 no. Okay. But here's, here's some other options for you, okay? I make a delicious creamy potato sausage and kale soup with some beans in it. That's what's up. Oh my God, it's a hearty, hearty meal. Um, 
But really, I mean, if it's a cold, if it's a crisp fall day, there's honestly nothing better than a bowl of ramen. Or if it's a rainy day, get yourself some pho, baby. Slurp it, glurp it, drink it, eat it, everything. Pho, it's the most fun soup out there. Thank you, JP. JP, Shampoodler writes in and asks us chocolate chips or walnuts in banana bread. So I was worried about this one because I I have a very strong opinion on this that's going to reveal something about me that I'm going to turn off a lot of our listeners, honestly. Mm -hmm. Don't really like nuts. Don't like them in anything. Everything would be better without nuts. You know when I like nuts? Handful of nuts. If I'm just eating nuts, that's great. Any other version? Oh, you know what? I also like peanuts, but only because there was a store when I was in college, I went in college in Virginia, that sold salted peanuts. And me and my buddy used to always talk about getting salted peanuts. Oh, I got a, I've got a pocket full of peanuts. They're salty. Oh, my God. They're just so warm. I love my peanuts. And boy, it was just the height of humor I'm, I'm gonna, for 19-year-olds. I'm going to. That's, that's hilarious, dude. That's Thank just you. first of all. Thank you. I'm going to disagree with you here. I figured you would. I'm I'm going to like not about we haven't even talked about banana bread yet, but I'm going to disagree with you about the nuts because I tweeted recently that I don't think I've ever had a bad uh, macadamia nut cookie. They always hit. They always hit hard. And my theory is that there's some sort of oil in the nut that releases into the cookie that makes it like just taste naturally delicious. I, so here's, here's my, here's a, a rare I also exception. like walnuts. I, I, so I don't, but I do like macadamia nuts because they kind of, it's like biting into a chocolate chip. Like the texture of it is just like right. very unique and, and inoffensive. Um, yeah. Walnuts can just go ahead and eat all the dicks. I would, I'm... I think, I think if you get a high quality nut, you like that? That's going on a shirt, right? High quality nut. I think uh-huh. you get a high somewhere, quality sleeves, nut. Sleeves, his ears are burning somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it pluses up almost any baked dish, especially with a walnut. So I don't really love baked dishes. That being I, I said, mean, I, don't, I don't like baked goods that much. I, okay. they're, they're, they're fine. I, I'm not a big dessert person. My wife is a dessert person, JP. Okay. And that being said, she also does not like nuts in her dessert. She is a good woman. I have always said that. And right now, as we speak, we have some chocolate chip banana bread cooling on the stove. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you at all. And she Did you make not, it specially for this episode? No, no. She does not look at my Twitter ever. She has no idea that Shampoodler did this. She has no idea who Shampoodler is. She was just making chocolate chip banana bread. Nikki, because I know you're listening, Shampoodler is a dog on the internet. She's not listening. Nikki, it's really good that you listen, and I'm glad that we send each other DMs about the episodes. I've been taking your notes, and I'm going to get better. subscribed as a favor to me. She has not listened to an episode, and she probably won't. And that's okay, JP. It's important <laughs> for a marriage to uh, let things go, honestly. you got ha- to have your separate places, you know? <laughs> Yours is the internet. My, I live online. I'm hacking, JP. <laughs> I just told you, I'm wired into the mainframe over here. I got a hard... This is funny. I, I ordered a 75-foot Ethernet cable to plug into my, my router all the way across my house. So there, my wife is furious with me right now. There's a there's large a cable, 75 foot cable running <laughs> all, like, through every room. Through every walking area. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the wall, JP. Just fucking relax, but... 
it's it's very funny. She's very mad at me right now. Man, I need you to come out here and run some shit through my wall. JP, I, you can run wires through your wall. I'll teach you I'm, how to do I, that. I, I, um, you know what? Actually, maybe I'll take you up on that. I'm going to have to learn to drywall too, though, so I can do that's, it. That's what it is. That's the only thing you need to practice. Like Running wires through walls is easy when you can knock as many holes in the wall as you want because you know how to replace like holes in the wall. Yeah, see, I, I, that's, not, that's not yet my skill set. But you know what? I will, I, I will learn from you. At our last house, I had an electrician rewire a bunch of stuff, and I told him, no, don't patch the walls because I don't want to pay you for that, and I can do that. And it was like back when I like had first started doing work like that and still very new to repairing drywall. But I had like... <laughs> I had like 12 holes to practice on, you know, and they they go across the wall and over to where the new outlet or switch was. And in that house, you could see very clearly the hole that I started at. And then every single hole as it went along the wall, I got like a little bit better and it was a little <laughs> bit more disappeared and it was a little cleaner and it just takes practice. All right. Well, I, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get some practice, but let's get back to this then just to confirm I'm choosing banana bread with, with chocolate chips. I think I'm also going to have to choose that, but but I won't hate on a walnut like you. I, I refuse to do that. You know, to each their own. Some of us like the good things, and some of us like the different not good things. I love nut. Uh, God, we really, we walked into a lot of it here. You were talking about how many holes you had, and I just... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad we don't have drops on this show. <laughs> Nobody ever clip anything I say. No one clip any of this. Do not, do not make drops. I've got a pocket full of peanuts. I love nuts. They're salty. Oh my God, they're just so warm. I love my peanuts. Next question, JP. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Uh, This is from Dean. The question is, which friend would you least want to defend legally and what kind of crime would they have committed? All right. I mean, I have my answer. Do you want to go first? I, I feel like my lawyer answer might just like absolutely overshadow your, your layperson answer. So you should go first. You want me to answer this question? Because I have my own separate question from Dean. Oh, 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 okay. Then I'll answer this one. Yeah, this one's specifically for you. The answer is Ross. That dude is a sociopath sometimes. He has shown his rage issues. He is going to fucking, if, if he does actually like tip over that point, he's going to murder everyone and just wipe the blood all over his face and bottle. Like there's going to be no way to defend that man. And, you know, I don't think, I don't, I don't think dinosaur scientists make a ton of money in this day and age. So like, I don't know how he's paying my reasonable fees. JP in a, in season like six, Ross gets so mad that his boss eats his leftover Thanksgiving sandwich. Uh, he yells because at it has him. the moist maker. It has the moist maker. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, JP. And he is court ordered to take uh, drugs to smooth him out. <laughs> <laughs> that very may be what, that may be where my answer is coming from. Then, but you're absolutely right. Ross is a psychopath. Yeah, no, love him dearly, but no, my God, he's just like one bad marriage away from becoming an incel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so my question is, uh, Nate, which friend would I be most comfortable leaving my child with while I ran errands at the Lowe's Home Improvement Store? Uh, Ross, probably, because he's a dad. He is a dad. He's a very good no, I'm dad. just kidding. That was very, very present all the time. <laughs> uh, 
which friend probably um so we've seen a lot of the friends babysit children over the course of the episodes um Joey says, you know, Joey reminds them all the time that he has like 11 sisters and he's babysitted all the time. So I might say Joey. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. And and honestly, there's episodes later in the series where like Monica and Chandler are watching the babies and they they go off to have sex because they're trying to get pregnant. And Joey like comes in and finds the babies alone and is like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You can't go have sex while there's babies here. (laughs) That's yeah. All right. Jesus. Joe is not canceled in that episode. Um, all right, we'll see. He's on a streak. Let's see how he does tonight. No question from Cody, because he's a trick on a mark. Uh I think that's it. I think that's all the questions. Oh, uh Chris W, our producer, wants to know if I will watch inside before my baby's born. I've seen it. I'm not gonna watch inside again. I'm I, he he has told me a lot about inside and I do not want to watch that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not great. Um, Apparently, there's a scene where she, like, gets thrown down the steps or falls down the steps. And then there's, like, a cut to the baby inside. Yeah. Jostling around. And I'm like, that, no, 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 come on. I should rephrase what I say. It is great. It's just, it's very hard watch. And I don't, I've told you, I don't think I could watch it now that I have children. I can't do, like, oh yeah, children getting hurt in movies anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm also at that point and I don't have children. And I also just, uh, that kind of, there's a certain line that when it's crossed, it really like, I can't enjoy a movie anymore. I will tell you that the Australian one that we watched really, really skirted that line. It didn't cross it fully, but like, which Australian oh my one? God. Um, dude, prom date, not prom. And she's oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. crazy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, the loved ones, the loved ones. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I, there were, yeah, but they do a good job of turning her into a monster. I wasn't really <sighs> thinking about that. It was that. so good. It was so, I, I, I think I want to watch it again. It was so good. The interesting one that I wanted to bring up that I couldn't finish watching. I actually have no idea if what I'm about to say is correct, but Robert Pattinson's in a movie called high life where he's not familiar. It's like, a, Oh, it's an A 24 movie. Um, he's alone. Sorry. Uh, I just made the jerk off gesture. <laughs> You son of a bitch. I Spider-Manned it, okay? Uh, he's alone on a space station with an infant girl who I believe is his daughter. I have read about this movie. It's got a crazy cast, and he's, like, <sighs> raped at some point. Right. So I watched the first 15 minutes of this movie, and my wife was pregnant with Layla at the time. She was, like, about to give birth. And I don't even know if this is the plot of the movie, but... It felt very much like the road to me where like he was like deciding if he was going to like kill the kid or not because they're like drifting through space forever and he doesn't want to like do that to her. And so like I was like, nope, like, no, no, no way. That's a little bit too on the nose for for a new father. So I just tapped out. I don't even know if that's what it's about. I I, I, one one of my one of my close friends from law school. um when he had his kid and then the, 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 the star Wars episode seven came out mm-hmm. and, uh, and this is a big spoiler alert for everybody in the world who hasn't seen star Wars, uh, uh, the rise of the hope things with the walk and, uh, who fucking knows? the force awakens. He saw Chewbacca's the scene. revenge. <laughs> he saw the scene where, 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 uh, Darth, 
no, not Darth. Uh, Kylo Ren kills his father. And he was like, I'm never watching that movie again. Now that yeah. I have a son, the idea of like a son killing his father. That and, is an intense scene. And I was like, I didn't feel it that intensely, but now he was like really upset by that. So it sounds like having kids ruins everything. Adam Driver's so good, man. I love him so much. I've, I've turned around on him. I like the guy. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Um, I think that's it, JP. I think that's all the questions. Should we talk about Friends? I would love to talk about Friends. Um, okay, so this is episode 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the title? I don't know. Never write that down. I believe it's the one with the stoned guy. The one with the stoned guy. So in our last episode, Jeff actually mentioned that this is one of the only Friends episodes he's seen. And what an episode. Here's going to be my front-end take. I think that some of the jokes in this episode were very, very lazily written. They showed no passion. They showed no interest hmm. in. Okay, okay, okay. The first five minutes, I was like, wow, this is not going to be a good episode. Are you referring to like how hokey the scene in Chandler's office is? Uh, there's that. There was the, okay, the cold open, which was stupid. The, yeah. It, was just, it just, they were just like, and, and so I'm sitting here, we're like five minutes in, and I'm like, this is, uh, it's a stinker episode. I haven't seen a stinker episode. Boy, sure. I boy was agree. I wrong. Boy was I wrong. <laughs> oh my god! They're playing rope a dope with you, JV. They really did. They that, this was such a funny episode, and the reason why John Lovitz, John Lovitz cameo. Fuck, he was so good. Um, the, I've been warned. The, I've been warned by Claire that that he's on a list of just like if if he becomes available, she's gone. Oh, really? She'd leave she you for John Lovitz. Freaking loves John Lovitz. But she'd like, she'd like ruin her life for John Lovitz. I don't think she'd be ruining her life, to be honest. Well, well, it's, I mean, it's a, it's an expression. Like she would like up and leave you and like abandon everything she's built as in ruin her life for, to go I live mean, with John Lovitz. I mean, but flip side, John fucking Lovitz, man. Yeah, but I don't think you get to like talk to her or anything. <laughs> oh no, I'm just gonna wish her well. She's making a good life decision. All right, man, I'm happy for you. I guess. <laughs> yes, uh, John, John Lovitz. Lovitz is in this one. Is this the first cameo on Friends? There's there hasn't been a uh, like celebrity in it before this, right? I mean, Elliot Gould. Uh, well, yeah, but Morgan he's playing Fairchild. an established character. I yeah. guess Morgan Fairchild counts. Although she's, I mean, in the same, she's playing a parent as well. Yeah, but she never comes back. That that does feel like a like a cameo. That's great. Show is forty years old, JP. <laughs> so am I. Uh, yes, I do think that. They, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was was uh, Fisher Stevens a big enough name at the time I of this. I think he counts too. I do. I'm sure he had like a movie coming out or something. It, you know what? It doesn't matter. This was the biggest cameo they've done the first season. And it far. hits hard. Fuck. He's Lovitz so funny. Nails it. Nails it. In the vein of you talking about lazy comedy writing, I wanted to talk about just in general stoner comedy and okay. how, you know, I, I don't think it's the greatest form of comedy, but I also think that hating on it is pretty easy to do at the same time. So I try to avoid that as well. I, 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 
I, I agree with you. I think certain doses of it are incredibly yeah. well done. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think I think most of the Cheech and Chong movies actually they they're just yeah. so cartoonish and funny. I love Pineapple Express. I think it's a really great movie. Honestly, I love Half Baked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love Half Baked too. But like you know, then the list starts to really it just like it drops off a cliff at that point. <laughs> like, right, like, right, right, right. What other stoner comedies do I? I mean, I like Adventure Time. Does that count? But what I was going to say about this episode is. I thought that the jokes, and obviously, you know, we're coming at this from a 2020 lens, but I thought they it was crazy how much they oscillated between being super on point and super original and super funny, and then also, like, really bad, like, stoner comedy that's kind of, like, almost unrealistic, like they didn't know what weed was or something. I, no, I completely agree with you. I... I would say I was left with the impression that Lovitz may have tried smoking a reefer once. Well, I think Lovitz knows what he's doing. I, I, I think I think Lovitz has been stoned 100%. I was going to actually <laughs> ask you that, too. Do you think he's smoked weed before? And I think the, I think the answer is 100% yes. He fucking got it, dude. I, he, I'm, ta- I'm just talking about the writing. No, like, no, no. I, but I agree with you. And I think that some of it was just lazy. And I, it, it's... It, I think that this show, you know, what? Is, you're, you're right. He could have brought a lot to it, too. Maybe maybe they like maybe the good stuff is him going off script. And then the, the bad stuff is what they wrote down in the or, writers or, or delivering the lines in a way that wasn't even how they intended. Exactly. Like he, he, he was absolutely playing a role. I think that this show there's 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 this transition that I think Friends was a big part of where. There was really easy, obvious comedy, and it has its roots in the fucking Honeymooners and I Love Lucy, where the jokes are like, it's a slapsticky, incredible stereotype. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, very vaudevillian. Thank you. That's exactly right. It's like a stage play. It is. And this it begins the era of us transitioning out of that into better forms of comedy in our sitcoms. And Interesting. It, I think what you're talking about is exactly what I was thinking. Like, some of the jokes were smartly written and smartly delivered. And then some of the jokes were just like, this is what my grandmother thinks happens when somebody smokes, smokes pot. Right. Right. He's, he's, he's doing it up a little too big. And, and also I was going to say like, what's the problem with Monica and Ray? Like, why are they so concerned about this? The, the, the guy who is going to hire you at his restaurant is coming over to test your food. And he got high before. That's a win for you, dude. That's an easy walk. That's like, that's that's exactly what you want in this situation. <laughs> and they like they act like he showed up with like a heroin needle sticking out of his arm. What I was gonna say is, um, when I was back back in the day, I when I was living in Baltimore, uh, God, fifteen years ago maybe. Um, anyway, I I had some friends, and they would. They, they like if they had a night off together, they were both very busy with work and they did like video production stuff. And when they had a night off together and they really wanted to relax, they would go to one of my favorite restaurants in Baltimore and uh, called Woodbury Kitchen. And they would get stoned in the parking lot and then they would just go and sit at the bar and just let the high take them and order whatever they wanted. And they always talked about it as like, that sounds cool. Man, just when you have elevated food and you're high, it's like a transcendent experience. Sure, um, sure, sure. And so, like, honestly, yeah, Lovitz was just trying to have a good time, man. 
Yeah, you know, he's just he's he's going to a dinner and he's he's trying to you know enjoy himself. I'm I'm yeah. yeah I I would never dream of judging Lovitz for smoking weed. I'm smoking weed right now. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! What's your address again? Uh, we're not doing that anymore, JP. <laughs> But anyway, we, we should start from the beginning, and we can talk Let's more about it. Lovitz. Uh, JP, the opener serves a point. It serves it serves a very specific point, and I, I agree with you that it felt short and out of place. And there's just the one joke about Rachel put her her tiny pencil in the coffee instead of a cinnamon stick, and then and then it, she pulled it out and she licked the pencil. Like right. it was, I, I mean, yeah. And so it, it did tie in. It serves a very important point, JP, because it's very important. This is season one, so we don't know that people are watching along yet, and so it reminds everyone that Rachel is a terrible waitress. Before the very important scene later, where Rachel is upset that Monica does not want her as the waitress, and Monica can't say why because a friend wouldn't like do that to a friend's face, so. The scene does does serve a point, JP. All right. I I think part of my issue with it is there's no resolution to that storyline. Sure. Yep. That's that's true. And and I think it just ends up being a lost thread. Yeah. And and that's why I didn't care about it. I like, but also I think you're right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm watching it from the perspective of, I know the show and I have been watching and no, you're right. We already know Rachel's, Rachel's a bad waitress. Like, and I, you make a very good point. They needed to tie it back in for the audience who may not be watching week to week, but it just, yeah. And then she gets hired and then, then the episode ends. Like, like there's no like. Maybe it's a good example of writers like overthinking something because yeah, it's totally not necessary. Like thinking about it now. Yeah, nah, um, but it, it was harmless. I just I found the joke to be flat. It, oh yeah, it, just it was very flat. And and especially with some of the other bangers they've had, I, <laughs> like like some of their cold opens are fucking really just For hysterical. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give a should, thumbs down to the the cold open. Should we talk about how much of a psycho Chandler is at his job? Um, we should. And, uh, oh man. Um, Chandler's desk. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about Chandler's desk and what's on Chandler's desk and what's in his workspace. They're really, they're trying to drive a point home. Folks, if you haven't been watching. Very 90s sitcom shit. uh, Chandler is the office jokester. Okay. Like he's the guy who you will never go over to his desk because... He's just going to want to like do bits with you for like, Oh my ever. God. He would be the most it. annoying coworker. He has a rubber chicken at his desk. Yeah. That hasn't been funny since Steve Martin in the seventies. He has a dartboard. He has two no smoking signs in his cubicle. Uh, there's like, uh, there's one of those like spiky ball toys that has like a shaker inside of it and it shakes around. Do you know what I'm I talking am, about? No, I am not familiar with that. I had one as a kid, but I feel like you were probably too old when they came out to like have one of those. But I, I recognized it. Um, so his, his co-worker comes over and he comments her on her very flattering sleeve length, which Chandler, really, you're going to be commenting on someone else's outfit like this. Um, I, the, the sleeve length thing was somehow I couldn't decide if I thought that was funny or just fucking creepy. Like, I don't know. It's who yeah, talks it's about sleeve length and it being flattering. 
uh, Chandler's job. Uh, I, the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because there's an episode where the boys play trivia against the girls about each other for the apartment. Have you ever heard of that one? Yes, Claire referenced this earlier tonight. Is this where nobody actually knows what Chandler does for a living? And the boys win because the last question is, what is Chandler Bing's job? <laughs> now, That's a good joke. Monica like sp- spits out a bunch of gibberish like about what he does and ends on the, the answer she gives is process server. OK. And so we don't know what Chandler's job title is. We never know. That's the joke of the sh- uh, that's the joke of Chandler's job. But it's pretty close to process supervisor. Yeah, but a process server is someone who's delivering legal papers. A process supervisor, he's doing some form of data entry. You know what? They, they heavily imply that. She says something else, too. She says, like, um, I don't know. She doesn't say process. Never mind. We're cutting all of this. Jimmy. No, we're going to keep that in. <laughs> keep that in, Chris White. Thank you. Because you're right. A process server is someone who serves people. No, but it is it is funny. And it's it's actually, I didn't remember that joke. But as soon as Claire said it, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah no, 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 no. Like, what the fuck is Chandler's job? I know, knows. I know later on he leaves his profession and starts an internship in, I want to say, advertising maybe. That's true. But, That's but, true. But, um, but up until that point, yeah, what the fuck does he even do? And in this um, episode, he's... Like one of the jokes in the opening where he's at his desk is he's typing with two hands into a spreadsheet and he's typing way too much to be typing into a spreadsheet. They didn't oh, have- I th- see, I, I thought that scene was so stupid and I laughed it at was it because stupid. the way he was typing was so cartoonishly fake. And he takes a sip of the coffee and just keeps uh, going Continuing not looking at the screen and going right. with one hand, yeah. <laughs> but like, they don't have key commands. He's not, he's not scrolling through that server, that, uh, that freaking spreadsheet like that. No. I, but we can agree. He's working in fucking spreadsheets. He's doing data entry in spreadsheets, mm-hmm. and that's what his job is. That sounds really great. So Chandler tells him they lost his job. Phoebe asks him if he wants this great chef job that he knows she knows about, and Monica that says funny. that she wants mm-hmm. that job. That's a very funny little back and forth. Uh, the next scene, everyone is eating breakfast in the girl's apartment, uh, which is the way Monica likes it. Um... Chandler asks if he can see the nipples through his shirt because he's going to see a career advisor. You can't. I knew, I knew, I knew you were going to bring that one up. Well, I'm just bringing it up, JP. You can't see him. And I don't even know why he's bringing it up because you can't. <laughs> shut up. You shut the hell up. Hey, dude, you love nipples. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't love nipples. Um, Monica comes back in. She loves, she's very excited about her job prospect, about the restaurant. And she says that the guy who owns the restaurant is coming to taste her food for dinner. Um, Joey, oh, Ross, Ross needs a place to take his date. Uh, JP, do you want me to like blow your mind a little bit here? I mean, I, I think I would like that. Apparently. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see this, but apparently mm-hmm. Celia the woman that Ross dates, who mm-hmm. the monkey attacks. Mm-hmm. I told you so. They're very scary. Uh, is Jan from The Office? Yes. I, I, I didn't catch yes. that at all. Yes, man. yes, yes, yes. I, I Even without my glasses on, I was like, that looks like Jan. And now you're confirming it. So Yeah, it was her. That's, that's crazy. Boy, she has some good romantic uh, 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 
she has a good love life moving she, forward. She got out alive. Let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> no, it, this explains, though, Can why you, she was so close with the leadership of Dunder Mifflin, who were in New York City. There you go, dude. So the monkey hates Ross's date. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, the bug lady, the bug lady, JP. She I mean, plays the bug lady. This is pretty funny. That's she, funny. She, That's a nice she's little in twist. charge of the insect exhibits or something. Who can say? The bug like lady's a, correct. Uh, curating horticulture or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I don't think that's... You know what? Yes, that's what it is. Uh, so the next scene, Monica's uh, asking Joey to test her salmon mousse. He made a good point about this. Makes me barf. Yeah, I mean, it's really not barf. It's actually delicious, but it does yeah, sound... Whatever, it sounds so fucking gross. He's right. I'll stick he's with lucky. sandwiches. He, he's lucky he could keep, he could keep it down. So Chandler comes in and he's all pissed off because the guy told him that he's supposed to do exactly what the job that he quit was. <laughs> and that's very funny. I so I this the storyline was upsettingly cynical. And yeah. also accurate. Like definitely. I, I, I mean, Nate, I don't know if you've gone through jobs in your life that were just soul-sucking oh, for sure, and you just took it because it was what was in front of you. JP, I was an assistant to rich people, please. Oh, boy. That's, uh... Oh, I wow. got stories for you, buddy. That's that's some off-mic. I don't want you to tell oh, tales no. about rich I'm people who might sponsor our podcast. Mike's, no way, dude. I would never take money from these people. Oh, I hate them so much. <laughs> I worked in the Kardashians neighborhood, JP. Oh, Jesus. Oh God! I bet it was really lovely. Yeah, no, but um, there's there's a, there's a desperation, and 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 it, it it's like this awful cycle you get into when you are working a job that you hate, ugh. and it feels not only hopeless that the job will ever get any better, but also it feels hopeless that you're ever going to get out of the job. That yeah. anything better exists. You start feeling like you're worthless in your job. You start yeah. feeling like. What am I even fucking doing? And you start having these fantasies of like, I'll leave this and I'll go do this or I'll go do that. And, but then you like have that sad realization, like, yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm just stuck here. I got really good at sleeping at my other rich person job. <laughs> okay. That's fucking dope, dude. Um, where were we? What were we talking about? Okay. So Chandler took his test. He's supposed to be doing the job that he just quit. We have the amuse bouche joke. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty it's good. Amusing. Yeah. It was JP, good. do you know any French? We. Uh, oui. Jacques Cousteau. Croque mm, monsieur. Voilà mon passeport. Croque avant. Bibliothèque. I um. What? No. I. Uh, uh. All right, you beat me. I don't know uh, any more French. Uh, 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 uh. Wow. I, I do I do understand a little bit of French. I took French in high school. Oh, um, okay. See, I did I did two years of Latin, and oh, then I wow. did two years of Spanish, and then I did two years of Japanese. Really? And then I tried doing. I just did like a Duolingo type of thing and was learning some French on my own. So do I know like. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't speak any of them. That's the beauty of it. Really? Okay. Don't Can you speak like any of them? Understand any of them? Yes, and. The beauty of taking Latin is exactly the thing that they say. Where like because so yeah, many you're languages are there. based out of it. Yeah, right. It also, I fucking crushed uh, the the verbal sec, the English section of my uh, no verbal section of my SATs because I, I just fucking like even if I don't know a word, I can parse it together. 
Yeah, that's cool, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew a lot more languages. So you can understand someone like rudimentarily speaking Japanese. Japanese is harder. I've uh, heard I read that's it. I, the I hard read, one. I read it better than okay. I than I, I than than speak or listen to it. Um, that's interesting. Spanish. I can hear someone, and I I I can pick up fifty percent of what they're saying. Okay, and sometimes more. Um, Nikki's pretty fluent in Spanish. She minored in it, so she's got a lot. Oh of my that god, that's though. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's. I wish I spoke more languages. Yeah, yeah, it's cool when you can like talk to people in other languages. That's cool. <laughs> it's talking to people is cool. It is really cool, like when you can pull it out because, like, I I look very much like an American, and like when me and my wife have been to France, and like whenever we're there, like I can I can get by. Let me put it that way. Like yeah. I I can barely understand it, and I just memorize like the five phrases that you need to know when you're there, and then like I can kind of pass off but oh, i i would kill to know french just for i think it's a beautiful language it is and yeah i just would love to be able to speak it so yeah, yeah, yeah future goals future goals once we get that podcast money rolling in i'm quitting my job and i'm just learning french terrible country though i hate the people oh my god <laughs> it didn't support us in the iraq war jp <laughs> freedom fries freedom fries they i look they, they their cuisine is my absolute favorite in the world oh yeah that's true too they got they got great and uh, champagne is is whatever you know. Yeah, whatever. and the Eiffel Tower, French fries. Yeah, all of these are good things. They just call them fries over there. <laughs> the joke is breaking my brain, JP. <laughs> um. So Monica's hiring a waitress. Rachel gets mad at her. Uh. She she says that she's waiting tables. You know, in an amateur sense to prefer. So she can wait in the Olympics. I, I thought that was a good joke. <laughs> and then I liked I like Chandler's joke where he wa- he saunters over and he says, you know, I don't want to brag, but I waited tables at Innsbruck in 76. <laughs> and JP, what happens? Um, immediately or, or in, with that storyline? They don't laugh at him. Very purposefully. For a laugh. Which I don't know if I've seen someone respond negatively to Chandler's joke for a laugh yet. Like, yeah, oh, Chandler's not being funny again. I thought he was being funny. I, I, I did too, but you, you know, like they get tired of his jokes, is all I'm saying. And like, look, I. You like I, to talk about when they pretend to laugh, and I'm, I'm just pointing out that like this is maybe the first instance where they've discovered that not laughing can be just as powerful. I, it, and you know what? And it was. I'll give you that. Yeah, because they don't laugh, and then he goes amuse bouche, and huge hits, huge, huge. It was hit. yep, big laughs, big fucking laughs. So Ross is boning down with uh, Jan, and uh, she wants him to talk dirty, JP. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? He says, uh, "Um, oh my God, you took me by the hand, you made me a man. What that one doing? night." You made everything Stop all right. right now. No? Oh, You're that's the song, song Hunter sang to Jan. I'm sorry. Oh I'm, I, I was close. JP, do not reference The Office. <laughs> very cool comedy <laughs> podcast, you son of a bitch. Um, um, yeah, no, he says... Volva. Now, he does say Volvo, right? He says Volvo. Like the... the like. The yeah. vehicles that are safe and you want to drive them with Well, no, the... that's what I'm asking. Is, is no, he, he saying... says Volva. He, he specifically says Volva. That's so fucking weird. 
that's like Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Like, oh man, it's really good. Look, I get it, Ross. Some of us are not built for dirty talk, and I, I get it too. I can't, I can't do it. No, I, I, I sympathize with the dude. I'm too I, embarrassed, I, JP. Yeah, I look. What people do in their own bedrooms is between them and God and the sheet that they wear between themselves. Nikki talks dirty to me, but I'm always dead silent. Oh, she's, my God. She's very graphic. No, I've, I've fainted multiple times because I just close my eyes and clench my fists. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you like, just wait for it to be over. Yep. Nope. Scary. Spooky scary. And I'm excited for when it's going to happen for you, JP. I'm really excited. One of these days, dude, it's, I'm wait. I mean, I'm not married yet, so I'm not even physically able to. Right. You guys cannot, you, you cannot nope. consummate the marriage yet because nope. you have to wait to get married. Nope. That's why Claire says we have to sleep in separate rooms. You're going to be a good dad, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure why, but yes. Well, yeah, you're just very patient and understanding and consider people's feelings. What it takes. It's uh, what it takes. So, so they cut. Right after Ross says the thing that would make a woman like scream and run out of your apartment, they cut. <laughs> and so he's talking with Joey. Okay, he's chopping was, it up with the boys, JP. This this might have been other than the love it scene. This was the scene of the episode. Very funny. Joey's trying to help Ross with his dirty talk. And I wrote here, Ross is very relatable. I can't, I can't do the dirty talk. I prefer to let my actions do the talking, JP. Oh, you know I know what, what you mean. About. I know what you mean. You like jump in a puddle of mud. What? You know, like don't sweep the house for a week. I got your dirty talk right here, baby. Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joey, you know, like a bro does, mm-hmm. he says, Practice your dirty talk on me, Ross. I'll help you out because I'm I'm the sex I'm the sex friend. Mm-hmm. He is he is he's the sex friend. He's the sex friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you, and you know what, dude? I don't think Joey's canceled this episode. Yeah, I, I didn't want to jinx it because I was going to say it, but you always seem to point out when he is canceled. I I think Joey made it through the episode. He made it, man. I mean, we don't know what kind of horrors he committed off screen. I, no, I mean, obviously, obviously, he was doing terrible, terrible war crimes off screen. But well, on screen, he was good. Perhaps he's canceled for not having a refined palate when it comes to Sam and Moose. I don't know. You can't really fault him on that. A lot of people don't like Moose. Joey is lightly canceled for not having a refined palate. Because I All think right. it's important to keep up the tradition. I, 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 you know what? He's also canceled for sexually harassing Ross in this scene. I he was tricks, just going to say, he gets a little him. too <laughs> creepy with Ross. And I, you know what, Joey? Sorry. You're canceled. So Chandler comes in and he catches them having bro time. And this is like, this is like some friend fans fiction, JP. So it is, and it got hot and bothered. And meanwhile, I'm watching with Claire, who can't stop herself from saying all of the lines from the scene. Nice. And, and I don't mean like right before they say heart. them. I mean, she just like the scene the started and she just fucking recited the entire scene. So I got to sit there waiting for the lines I had just heard. Yes. It was still really good, though. Chandler fucking cracked my ass up. I think it's excellent. Um, so we're, we're doing friends fan fiction and, and with Joey and Chandler doing dirty talk, Chandler walks in, everyone starts getting undressed. I am fascinated with Joey and Chandler's like 
bro-y 1990 New York apartment. Did you happen to catch any of the background in their apartment? No, I didn't. Very eclectic. Um, there's like... Like, you know, there's like uh, French like theater posters that everybody was really into. I do. Those are up in the background, which is kind of a weird uh, choice. They've got lots of weird furniture. They got a bunch of plants. Um, it, it seems like they're kind of trying to like straddle a line between like. Well designed, but also like a bachelor pad, I guess. Right. What the fuck is the matter with you? Why aren't you talking? <laughs> I'm just listening, brother. You talk now. You do talking. Um, I didn't notice anything particularly about their apartment other than... I don't know. Here's the thing. Chandler in the scene comes out. He's in a t-shirt. He's so excited. Cuffed sweatpants and white socks. And all I could really focus on was... Oh my god, that's a horrible look. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, to which Claire responded, I don't know, something about him is kind of doing it for yeah, me right now. he's kind of dressed like, like Pete Davidson would go to a movie premiere like that, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not terrible. Like, I get what you mean. It's like, obviously, it's at home clothes, but he's kind of like, kind of drip. I, I don't know. I, I, I have an issue with white socks in general. Sure. I hate them. Sure. Don't wear them. And I think they look terrible on everyone at all times. Yeah, that's um, true. So I just couldn't get past that. Now, Claire's response afterwards was, oh, I get it. He's unemployed. I have a type. Like, what? Yo, what does that mean? Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. So if, if John Lovitz ever is unemployed and single... I'm losing my girl. My uh, weed delivery person has informed me that I am five minutes late on the cutoff window for deliveries for the night, and I'm actually kind of pissed off based on how money, much money I give him every week. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, it's five minutes. I'm kind of pissed. Anyway, the funniest scene in the, in the whole movie. Let's get to it. Show. Let's get to it. Phoebe visiting Chandler. That is awesome. What I was waiting for. It's what I was waiting for. Yeah, this is dude. the one. That the calling Helen in bit is so funny, man. <laughs> Helen, could I see you for a moment? That'll be all, Helen. Uh, I was. I, I look. I get it. I, the, the first. The first time I had an office of my own. Yeah, that's fine. I I took pictures and I sent them to my dad. I was like, "Look at me. I'm a fucking adult. Look at this." But like. This poor woman, this poor put upon woman a who bit, already JP. has She's to deal with real. Chandler, has to deal with, Ch- with not, has to deal with Chandler and his rubber chickens and his, his, his arrow real, through the JP. head and his, his, his pranks and jokes. And this woman is just called in all the time. It's, I, I felt bad for her. Yeah, he thinks he's so fucking funny. <laughs> No, I, they, again, they did a really, I mean, it is, it, it is a real storyline, like the thing where, but they paid me more money and they gave yeah. me responsibility. So maybe I do want to stay in this job. Is this the part where Phoebe says, uh, oh, that guy's peeing? Yes. Yeah. When they look out at his view. Right. That's very <laughs> that funny. Was, that was good. That was good. 
They could have used more Phoebe in this episode, to be honest. Yeah, totally, dude. Totally. I mean, she gets right. she gets her jabs here and there. She makes the joint smoking. No, Rachel does that. She says Rachel does that. She says blaze a bone or whatever. She she knows how to blaze it, dude. Friggin' Cheech and Chong over here. <laughs> so Lovett showed up. I mean, we already talked about him, but like, let's let's fucking talk about him more. God uh, damn it. He he just the minute he stepped into the scene and and the crowd went fucking wild way more wild than they even went when phoebe got sexually assaulted so, <laughs> so you know JP, that's i've got good. some trivia here on the imdb page Ooh, hit me with the trivia hit me with the trivia it's loading the very enthusiastic i know this is written very poorly so i'm just gonna try to summarize the very enthusiastic studio audience's reaction to guest star john lovitz entering the apartment um, gives us a baseline why later decisions were made to reshoot guest stars entrances uh, without studio audiences and, and use canned applause because it was just too much, JP. It was just Are too much. Are you fucking much. kidding me? It was the best. Yeah, I, I thought it was great too. It was too. like John fucking Lovitz is here. The critic himself. Well, you- it stinks. <laughs> Acting. Uh, the... But you know the the thing they're talking about, JP. You know what I mean? Like when... Uh, No, no, no. Absolutely. Now, I haven't seen it in future episodes, so that's good to know. But yeah, the fucking audience popped. Honestly... It's John fucking Lovitz, baby. I don't even know what they're talking about in this trivia because that still happens later in the series. Like when Bruce Willis shows up, they applaud for a minute and a half and he never knows when to start his line and it breaks the entire scene. It happens with every single guest star. It sounds like this Wikipedia is full yeah, of I don't, bullshit. Yeah, I don't. But but apparently there there is mention Wicca, of it. Wicca, shut up your face. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is IMDb. Uh, says John. In, in, Internet movie dumb butts. Yeah, right. That's a good. Yeah, one. fucking nailed their dumb butts. Um. Oh. Okay. So JP, here's some other good, some more good trivia that I didn't mm. realize. So Give me them sweet, sweet nuts. John Lovett's character returns. I do know that. Yeah, dude. He gets... So in season nine, uh, Phoebe sets Rachel up on a date with him uh, to set her up with somebody purposefully terrible. And at that point, (laughs) he has like... He's a very sad sack, and he talks about how he lost his restaurant due to his drug problem. Yeah, I don't think marijuana works that way. Well, yeah, I, I don't think so either, but he lost everything, and he says now that he silkscreens t-shirts for a living. Find your bliss, dude. Well, he, he says he hates it. <laughs> so maybe it's not silkscreening t-shirts. <laughs> I forgot that he comes back. That's a great, that's a great fucking bit there. Um, Jan is in this, I see that. Uh, JP, my friends and family, if, if, if like me and my friends are ever high and we're in a kitchen and we find something, we still quote this episode and we say, we got to make this. I, so, so I, I was informed this is also a Claire thing that she's been doing to me for years and I've never gotten it. We got to make this. Until tonight. We got to make this. Tartlets. Uh, speaking of which. Tartlets. Uh, thank you again to our sponsor, Stoned Macaroni and Cheese. Stoned Macaroni and Cheese. We gotta make this. JP, when you started doing that commercial at the beginning of the episode, I thought that it was like a real 
like gourmet mac and cheese that you just liked and i did not get the joke until the end when you said we gotta make this oh so you didn't pick up on the no, real I, I get it I get macaroni it, I it, shaped bits i thought it might have been like a real a real thing i don't know i don't know <laughs> I, you know what? Let's not let no no break in kayfabe. Thank you again to Stone Macaroni and Cheese for sponsoring our episode. Absolutely. Stone Macaroni and Cheese. Nate, you know what their catch line is? We got to make this. We got to make that this. That is a great catch line for a food it product. It is. Oh, man. that's It's so good. Um, so Monica blows it, dude. She's got a high restaurant owner eating her food. <laughs> Ideal fucking situation. She fucking blows it, dude. Okay, before we get to that, though, Lovett's eating that first plate that she hasn't even finished describing, and he just, like, in five bites, eats everything, including the garnish. That was really fucking good work. That was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Lovett's was good. He was dedicated to that bit. And, I mean, more more on his... I I think he is obviously really, truly what makes the, the pot comedy great in this scene, because he's playing it so understated. It is very vaudevillian, where, like... Nobody in the scene knows what he's and and his character doesn't know that anybody in the scene knows and it's a very interesting sitcom little uh like uh habitat that we've created for ourselves to watch here. Oh, you're absolutely right. I will say of all the funny bits, he when the gummy bears spill all over the table and he does the I have done this a million times like <laughs> you're just you you just do this over dramatic childish oh no. <laughs> And then he throws fucking Cheerios to, as life life uh, preservers There's to help them out. Oh my god, it was good. It was good. That was a funny bit. So Ross talks about how he goes back out with this woman and scares her with very elaborate dirty talk with villagers. There were villagers involved. That's kind of funny, <laughs> even though I imagine she's telling a very different story. Oh my god. He went from vulva to villagers. Yeah, dude. Ross is a weirdo. <laughs> um, you know, maybe Joey's canceled for encouraging Ross to explore his sexuality this episode. And I think we decided Joey is canceled. He has an unrefined palate and he's turning his friends into creeps. Um, and so, and that's it. And so then we, we go to the very funny outro where Chandler has turned into exactly what he feared he would turn into. And he's, Yelling at Fran about the weenus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, again, Say I just it. want to point out. Say it's a, the word. Weenus. Nice. It's really, it's it's cynical and it's honest. And I kind of hate it for it's like. Yeah, it does have a. Oh, no. Yeah, I've been there. It does have oh, a point, no. honestly. Oh, no. He should have played catch with his dad. And that's what Chandler does. And he, the cats and the cradle, the moon. He, he yells at her Silver and he spoon. slams the phone up. And he, oh, no, 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 yep. no. Yep. And then and then we get the second outro. There's some other funny storylines where Chandler struggles to be a good boss. Ah, being a boss, it sucks. Yeah, absolutely. It sucks. It's not. I, 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 don't, I don't like it. I, I, I love the people that I work with. Um, I do not fucking like being responsible right. for, especially because like, you know, you higher ups can somebody. You can't be friends, right? Like it's that old thing. It's like you. I'm just looking for fucking friends, dude. They're nice. That's why I started nice a podcast. You just, you just can't, you have to be their boss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That's the Michael Scott conundrum. The world's best boss. Well, JP, we got an hour here. We got a little over an hour. Yeah. Oh, I just I wanted to say that Phoebe doing the massage as the final outro part was really funny. 
Wait. Lovett's committed to that bit. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought Chandler doing the weenus joke was the outro. No, they, it was a double. It was a double outro. They did Chandler doing the weenus bit, and then they cut Phoebe's to hurting John Phoebe Lovitz. giving John Lovett a massage, but she's angry at him, and so she's not being kind right. in her massage. Right, 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 right. That's funny. Uh, JP, my best friends of the episode was Joey for exploring sexuality with his dude, with his bro, and for not falling into toxic masculinity. That's a really good pick. I am going to go with Chandler as my best friend of the episode. And and I think that just that storyline resonated with me. And God, the existential dread of being in a job that you don't. I mean, you don't love, you don't even like. Yeah, that's fair. It's it, I, I, that that storyline resonated with me, and and you know, Matthew Perry just fucking he knocks it out of the park every episode. He he gives his all to this show, even when it's corny rubber chicken jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, JP, this was really fun. It was Nate. Glad I we got really, to talk, Nate. I I really enjoyed. It's been, you know, it, it maybe it's only been a couple of days. I know we text anyway, but it's just always nice to hear your voice and to just have a conversation with a friend, my right. best friend. And as always, let's check in real quick with the RNC. Let's see what's going on over there. Apparently Melania Trump wore a accepts- green dress and everyone's uh, doing green screen on it now. It looks like a Hitler outfit, too. <laughs> Or no, I'm talking about something else. Yeah, wow, this is a different dress. Wow. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, no, she wore the Hitler outfit uh, last night. Yeah, right. Well, the RNC is going great. This country is going great. I am not worried at all. Um, JP, you have a gun? Not yet, Nate. I'm not going to lie. After what's been going on this I think week, you should I probably am, go I get am, one. I am absolutely shopping. I got I to gotta make sure Claire's on board with it. Um, and make sure we take all safety precautions. But just, yeah, I am, just get a get a safe, get get whatever makes you feel comfortable, get a lock and everything. But yeah, I'd, I'd buy a lot of bullets and a gun. Hey, Nate, the world's really scary right now, and I'm really thankful to have you. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Everything's fine over here. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, I am I am proud to be an American. Oh, God. Because at least I know I'm free. That's true. And I will. Okay, JP, I love you so much. Love you, buddy. Um, it's so good to talk to you and do the show with you. And um, I hope you're staying safe. Hope your family's safe. I hope your uh, booby traps are set. Cause mine are. You. Oh man, son I dug so many pits in the yard. Yeah, dude, I fucking hooked up a bunch of logs that smashed together in front of my door. Some Ewok shit. Yeah, dude. Oh um, yeah. JP, I'll talk to you next week, buddy. Nah, not if I talk to you sooner. That didn't work. Goddamn rascal. <laughs> All Bye, right, buddy. Nate. Thanks, buddy. I love you. Love, love you, you too. So Bye. You hang up first. Uh, you hang up. Say it. Say the word. Weenus. Nice. <laughs>